Welcome to Christchurch Winchester's Advent Podcast 2020. My name is Dave Thornton and today is the 2nd of December. Have you heard of the word clickbait? If you've never heard the word, you've probably seen examples. You're on a website and you notice a picture. The photo is a bit unclear and it says something like, What Jimmy found in his garden will leave you smiling. You want to smile, so you click on it. The story starts at the beginning. Jimmy bought a new house. There's a picture of Jimmy's house. Somewhere hidden in all the adverts is a box saying, Next. So you click on Next and the story continues. Jimmy's house had a garden. And there's a picture of Jimmy's garden. Then there's Jimmy and his wife and Jimmy's children and Jimmy's geraniums that he was digging up. 20 clicks on Next and 200 adverts later, you discover what Jimmy found in his garden and you're left exhausted and more than a little disappointed. The Bible is not like clickbait. From the promise of the one who would crush the serpent's head right through the Old Testament, dotted through the story of God's people, there are things that are helpful to know. There are things that add to the story. There are layers of meaning. And the end of the story is so wonderful, so beautiful, so vital that we're not left frustrated. We are full of awe as we discover in all his glory the one who would deliver the decisive blow against evil, the saviour born in Bethlehem. But back to the developing story. God's people, the descendants of Abraham, end up in slavery in Egypt. Moses grows up there. God meets him first at the burning bush, a bush that burns but is not consumed. God announces himself as the God of the promise, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. The sight and sound are so glorious that Moses hides his face. Moses is a remarkable man. He meets with God. God tells Moses what the people must do, and Moses tells the people what God says. Moses represents God to his people. He is a prophet. When the people, led by Aaron, Moses' brother, make a golden calf to worship while Moses is away, God is ready to destroy his people, but Moses stands in the gap for them. Moses reminds God of his promise to Abraham, and God does not wipe out his people. When God says he will no longer go with the people to the promised land, it's Moses who intercedes for the people. Again, God relents, saying, I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. Moses continued to meet with God face to face, and God met with him. As Exodus 33:11 says, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. And God says of Moses that he is faithful in all my house. Moses had a very special relationship with God. As Moses nears the end of his life, he again brings God's word to his people. He urges them to go in and take possession of the land that God had promised to Abraham. He reminds them that God has chosen them because of his great love. And then Moses dies. The commentator writing the end of the book of Deuteronomy finishes with these words. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. 
who did all those signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to his whole land. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. And yet in Deuteronomy 18 verses 15 and 18, Moses had said to the Israelites, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. And again, verse 18, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their fellow Israelites, and I will put my words in his mouth. He will tell them everything I command him. The writer of Deuteronomy could not see a great prophet like Moses yet, but there was a glimpse, a mountain on the horizon through the mist, of a prophet like Moses who would come. He would perform great miracles. He would know the Lord face to face. He would represent God to the people. He would declare God's law with absolute authority. He would intercede for his people and deliver them. And God would be able to say of him, listen to him. And as he did of Moses, with you, I am well pleased. No wonder when Jesus performed miracles, people asked whether this could be the prophet. This is not disappointing clickbait, but a powerful promise that one day a prophet like Moses would come. He would please God in everything he did and would represent God, speaking God's word clearly and powerfully to the world. A word that would be good news, bringing justice to the oppressed and freedom for those in lockdown. A word that showed power and honesty could live together, a word that ended any social distancing between God's people and their creator, a word that brought salvation to those who would trust his word, a word of fullness of life, a word of eternal life. That promise has been fulfilled. As we look forward to Christmas, let us listen again to the words of Jesus. Let's pray. Jesus, we greet you with wonder. You are precious beyond mere words, and our world needs your presence more than ever. I gladly take up the angel's song of good news, joy and peace. Let kings bow down, let all creation marvel. Let this love story ring out for all to hear. Amen. <laughs>